This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The May USDA Supply Demand Reports. USDA has been well behind the curve of recognizing supply and demand tightness in subsequent WASDE reports. Frankly, if the trade were using previous USDA numbers, prices would have never risen to the levels that they have. Basis levels would not have firmed as they have also. USDA left the Argentine corn crop and changed its 47 million metric ton and reduced Brazil's corn crop by 7 million metric ton from their April estimate of 109 million metric ton to 102. Some think that it will be closer to 90. USDA reduced the current year corn year over 95 million bushel to 1.257 billion, which was in line with the average trade estimate. They reduced domestic consumption by 5 million bushel and increased exports by 100 million. Looking ahead to the following year, USDA surprised the trade by increasing the 2021-22 corn carryout by 250 million bushels from this year to 1.507 billion bushel. The trade was looking for a 1.36 billion bushel carryout that put pressure on new crop futures. I think that this year's carryover may decline to a sub-billion bushels, and next year's is estimable at this time. There's an ongoing collapse of the Brazilian corn production, their late-planted second corn crop did not have enough time before the end of their wet season. There is need for much rain here before U.S. supply is stabilized. and users have the challenge to source physical old crop supply and stretch it until harvest when new crop stocks become available. Both the markets and the basis trends are up as end users attempt to open bin doors. Rain doesn't make more old crop grain. Given the lack of moisture reserves in the northern Corn Belt, which is still very much short of both topsoil and subsoil moisture, crops are relying on what moisture falls from the sky this season. USDA far understated Chinese corn demand this demand season. It would appear that they made that mistake going forward into 2022. We continue to believe that July corn will test or exceed the May corn price high yet this summer on a weather event and the rationing process. There's too much weather risk to be concerned with making new crop sales at this time. USDA is still behind the curve of supply and demand in this monthly update. The markets took the USDA's word for it Wednesday. It would not be surprising to see the markets try to scare a few bushels loose from farmers. China's corn market remains elevated at record highs despite imports. Brazil's short corn crop will severely curtail available corn supply for export. U.S. hog and poultry producers are making money despite higher feed costs. Neither should move toward liquidation. The exception is beef feedlots with red closeouts, which are frankly the result of gross processor margins that will be blamed on feed costs regardless. Ethanol margins have kept up with rising corn prices. They recover much of the cost through sales of distiller's grain. Gasoline prices make ethanol prices work. As a general statement, corn prices are yet to significantly curtail demand. USDA forecast a current year soybean carryover of 119 million bushels, which is pipeline supply. That means that end users will need every bushel of soybeans left in the bins. Most farmers' bins are empty. USDA added a half a million metric ton of soybeans to Argentine production of 47.5. They left Brazil's soybean production unchanged at 136 million metric tons. They left U.S. soybean balance sheets unchanged. China bought our soybean supply down to pipeline supply, and they are not shipping them back. 
The market is now domestic driven by the crush. The crush has been setting records driven by strong demand for veg oil, which has impacted the soy oil market. It also depleted soybean stocks. They were crushing soybeans to get oil, which temporarily provided adequate soy meal production to meet demand. The beans are not there to sustain the crush this summer, so plants will either pay up to get away the residual supply or close for maintenance. When that happens, production of soy meal will not be able to fill demand. That lasts until new crop supply is available. That is why we extended our bullishness of soybeans to soy meal. Adding acres is pretty hard to do given drought conditions in the northern Corn Belt. USDA imagines that the 2021-22 soybean carryout will be 140 million bushel, which is still just marginal pipeline supply. For that to happen, the current crop season has to be perfect. If there's any significant adverse weather event that impacts the U.S. soybean crop, there is no ceiling on how high the soybean prices could go. We still have a third of our 2020 soybean production in the bin. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.